Welcome to I'm Absolutely Fine, the podcast from the middle that looks at all the glamour and indignity of being a grown-up. Hello everyone, I'm Annabelle and I'm absolutely fine, but driving to today's guest's house, I uh, was a couple of minutes around the corner, I looked out the window and I saw a shop that I think was called Bravo Motorcycles. And I saw all the motorbikes outside and I thought, it came from nowhere. I could see myself in one of them. Oh, wow. I don't go on roller coasters. Ah. I don't like speed or danger or risk or the cold or any kind of outdoor clothing, in fact. No. Which signals to me that some sort of catastrophic midlife crisis is clearly in the post. This is your euphoria. I'm going to try and get my hands in a Ferrari and fuck the personal trainer that I don't have. Better get one. I think it might be as a result of the fact that I stayed out till 4am on Thursday night. <laughs> and I am no longer... Who are you? I don't know. What what is She's going to be a leather wearing, four in the morning, uh, like, what is going on? Gimp mask, hot tub. <laughs> all fucking all name it. Oh, wow. Oh, Smothering yourself in kimchi. Oh. Oh, something is happening. And I, I, don't, I don't know if it's good, so watch this space, or in fact, don't, turn away, turn away, there is nothing to see here. Emily, how are you? I mean, shocked. I love That's it, I is. am, I'm absolutely, <laughs> really, I'm, Emily, I'm absolutely fine, but I'm shocked. No, just as you are kind of embracing your mid-alt crisis with leathers and God knows, I've become a cold water bore. Well, I could have told you that. <laughs> oh no. I have. Not you! I know. And actually, regular listeners will know about my cold water swimming, but I went swimming on Saturday and it was four degrees and I have literally told everybody I've met, including all of you, including you guys, our guests today, including the butcher. I mean, literally, there was no end to my, hi, how are you? It's a bit nippy out. I was swimming this morning. I mean, absolutely everybody <laughs> I spoke to. So there I am. You I'm found re- Jesus. Sorry, is she still talking? I've stopped listening. I the is... minute she said cold water swimming, I just went into oh. a sort of catatonic state. My brain just stopped oh. down and stopped wow. inputting the information. <laughs> fuck's sake, Emily. I know, fuck's sake, Emily. So I'm a bore, but speaking of people who are not bores, we are delighted to welcome back our old friends, the Scummy Mummies, to the Yay! podcast. Hello. Ellie Gibson and Helen Thorne make women across the country feel better about their scumminess. Their incredibly popular podcast has been going since... Oh, 2013. I mean, that is old school. Their live shows are sellout, and we get to hang out with them today and release our inner shame. And I have to tell you that when I typed this out, it spell-checked it to release our inner shame. So I'm looking forward... (laughs) Oh, which one? Richie? (laughs) How exciting. So I'm really looking forward to meeting him. Yes. Welcome to the podcast, Scummy Mummies. How are you? Oh, good. I'm absolutely fine. Uh, But, you know, obviously still very much divorced and, and sort of navigating the rich tapestry of... Mm. holidays and who gets the kids when so that's uh yeah i'm incandescent with rage but but on the, <laughs> but, the, but on the flip side because the children will have some time with the other parent i get to spend time with family in australia so listen that's all right oh look at you looking on the bright side i know me being all positive polly uh, i yes i'm very very excited about going back to australia and get to see my mom and my sister and have a bit of hot weather and you know deal with uh, life-threatening insects and, and animals. Uh, it'd be all good. It'd be great. It is one hot. of the many reasons I never want to go to Australia. Mm, I understand. Spiders and jellyfish. Yeah. Mm. It's the racism that really does. 
top, a top note of racism. Yes, yes that's yes. it. It's, it's a healthy, healthy yes. top note coming Bit of through. Yes. I understand. How are you, Ellie? I'm absolutely fine. But uh, yes, I yeah, like that. There's a lot going on, isn't there? A lot of people I know are ill and that sort of thing. But I'm trying to deal with sort of the big things by focusing on the small things that really upset me. I find that if I channel my rage into that, mm. that's that's quite good, isn't it? Uh, so today. Uh, I'm glad you're here because perhaps we can we can workshop this together. I'm mainly annoyed because um, I was thinking about your bike, right? So I had I had a midlife crisis and I bought myself a second-hand Porsche. What? Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Is it like a really shit Porsche? Because I yeah, love really a really shit Porsche. No, it's 20, it's 20 years old. Yeah, it's very good. It's got like a CD player. Is and it like a it's boxer? Creaky. Yes. It's a Boxster. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, a woman's car, as several, several oh. men have told me. My it's husband navy barely blue. fit in it. It's lovely. It's navy blue. It's got butterscotch leather interiors. I love it. And that. it's really old and creaky and noisy. And I've really like spent £100 fixing it and all of that. And it's really shit. And it was relatively very cheap. So yes, but I love it. I love it to bits and I love cruising around a bit with the top down, even in the snow, just like, just coat on, top down. Let's and I... do it. Will you take me for a ride? Oh, yes, oh, yes please. Oh, please. please. That's so funny. Oh, and I, don't I, say uh, that I drove often. it to Helen's house recently to do some work and um, we did some work. And when I came out of Helen's house, her enormous ginger cat was sat on the fabric roof <gasps> of my midlife crisis Porsche and covered it in hair, which is still there <laughs> so that i'm channeling I'm, all my annoyance with the world and everything that's going on in the world um both personally and politically i'm just channeling into being pissed off with helen's cat so not you because no you didn't tell it to sit on my car no i, I didn't not. train no, it to no, no, you, gotta, but it's yes. still a fucking shit bag isn't it yeah so you will not piss off with helen's pussy just her cat <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. right yes that's right <laughs> Uh, which is just as hairy from what I hear. Yes, yes, yes. I know what you mean about the small things, though. There is something very comforting in this, like, frankly, terrible time about micro disasters. Mm, mm. And when they happen, and in this case it's cat hair, in my case it's often cat sick, yeah. you just oh, think, no. oh, well, that's fine. I mean, it could be worse. I'll just focus all my aggression and misery on that and then, you know, I can let the rest of the stuff go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Things that, like, piss me off, like I banged my head on an open cupboard, you know, that, those, those sort of things. Oh, you know, when, like, I'd got something out and then I bent down and then whacked it so hard. I said, like, about eight different swear words in a row. And the kid was like, fucking cunt bitch asshole! The kids just came and went, what? I was like, my head. <laughs> oh, I'm stubbing horrid. my toe a lot at the oh, moment. God. So my depth perception is you know, even more. I'm just braxic. It's even worse than usual. I stubbed it two nights ago, and it really hurt, and it still hurts. And I wonder if it might be broken. And I'm sort of forensically examining it to see if it's got a bit more purpley, if the nails fallen off. With active delight, though, mm, mm, yeah. because it could be fucking worse. <laughs> so I should say we're recording this at Ellie's house, <laughs> and, and and you know if if the scummies are a duo and Emily and I are a duo. Um, Ellie and I share the honour of being the slightly grimmer of the pair. <laughs> and I've walked in, and honestly, you can't move for fucking Christmas. Oh, I love produced Christmas. produced mince pies. We've got little wrapped chocolate Brussels sprouts. We've got wreaths everywhere. There's a wreath in the loo, by the way. I love, I love the wreath on every I love door. The We've got mistletoe. Oh, We've got some you. sort of greeny garland and fairy lights going up the stairs. I mean, it's amazing. How are we feeling about Christmas? Because it's very serene here. Well, as you can tell, I'm, I'm a big Christmas fan and I like to go all in. My friend Katie took the piss out of me because when she was here one year, she discovered Christmas hand towels in the <laughs> toilet. I was like, who doesn't have fucking Christmas hand towels? What's wrong with you? It's not that. It's that if one were to meet you, the interface is not immediately <laughs> Mother Christmas. People always say that. People always are like, oh, you're quite dark and sardonic. And, and then they're like... 
but your favourite band is Steps <laughs> and you really love Riverdance and Christmas. And I'm like, yes, what can I say? And I'm an onion. Play. I'm you an onion. Oh, a bit of buble. Oh. oh, who doesn't love a who bit of buble? Who doesn't like to come, come around the Alexa and flick yourself off to a bit of buble? <laughs> okay. Merry Christmas. Right. That took oh. a turn that I wasn't expecting. <laughs> <laughs> I do not wank over buble, but I do think he's rather charming. There's still <laughs> time. <laughs> I try the Don't like it do you try, try this at home? Yeah, exactly. yeah. So but yeah, saw... I've doubled down. I've got a Christmas toilet brush now. Did you see it? Really? We went to Lou, no, yeah. I missed toilet. it. I didn't know you could get such a thing. Then I saw it in Home Bargains and I was like, oh, there we are. That's it. Will it be bleached and go away and re-emerge next year? Uh, yes, I think, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm planning. Yeah, she looked terrified when I asked her that <laughs> question. It was, it was, it was no my toilet brush on my asshole. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> no, I'll put it in the shed. I'll, put it, I'll clean it and put it in the shed and then it will, it will, it will come back. It could or become like a family heirloom. This is a thing. There was a big thing on Mum's Net about is it acceptable to clean a toilet brush by putting it in a dishwasher? No, no. <gasps> And some people think it is. We, in fact, we, we did a poll on our Instagram, I think... 5% or something, or 10% said it was acceptable. And then someone said they put their toilet seat through the dishwasher. I was like, See, why? why? Scientifically, it probably is acceptable. But, but emotionally, is it acceptable? No, I don't no, think it is. No, it's been... Mentally. No. no, no. <laughs> it's, it's mentally, it's, it's, a, it's a mind fuck. Yeah. Yuck. Oh, what about yeah, Christmas in Australia where it's so hot and then all those poisonous beasties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what I'm looking forward to, we, we have like a cold, like cold lunch, cold platters, you know, lots of things uh mum used to always make a hot lunch as in like um or turkeys hams and all that sort of stuff but we've, we've sort of moved on a bit more and we had prawns and things like that and my sister makes the best pavlova an mm. enormous pav lots of cream lots of fruit that's lovely you just eat and have as much food until you you know explode which is in the english tradition as well but it is it is nice going for a swim on christmas oh, oh no. shut up when oh, you said I'm going for a swim on Christmas. Are you going for a swim? Are you going for a swim? How interesting. <laughs> it won't be as cold. I'll be wearing my bikini, but it'll be very nice. I'll be She's just, just encouraging me. I'm so sorry. I'm no, delighting and graceful. Yeah. Don't fuck, you just start talking about fucking running in a minute. I'll have to leave the room. Yeah. Yes, I'm, the running has, pardon the pun, accelerated. It has. And I've had a year of running and I did did a marathon and next year I'm aiming to do three marathons amazing turn into that someone told me that if you do three marathons your body starts eating itself (laughs) wow thank you good wow which is the main reason of course that I don't right yes (laughs) Yes, 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 exactly nothing to do with anything else tell us your amazing stats Helen because it was was sexy stats sexy stats wasn't it yes so I mean the, the, the big stat was my big aim for this year was I would beat my marathon time by 100 minutes from last year so that was my so I'd run the marathon just under six hours the year before. And then this year I was like, fuck it, I'm going to get faster. And so my aim was to run that London Marathon four hours and 15 minutes. And I did it in four hours, 14 minutes and 45 seconds. <gasps> yes. that, was, that was fantastic. It. And I just fucking put my head down and ran. And, and this is so not me, as Ellie would know, because I've been running for five years. I used to go, oh, I'm really fast. I'll just run because I'm running. And, you know, never made any goals, never wanted to, you know, go to any strict, training plans but now i've never missed a training session i've been running three times a week and and do everything to the absolute letter like ellie used to and told me um that was the way to do it and then i did it and i liked it so um so yeah. once again i was right is the key yes, take that, yeah, definitely. That that's what i'm you trying to say with that those words um, <laughs> <laughs> but also your life has changed immeasurably so we yeah. can i mean regular listeners may remember that helen separated from her husband and partner of more than 20 years mm. 
two weeks before the first lockdown? Yeah, that's right. And then, yeah, and then I became sort of like a professional alcoholic and <laughs> and smoked a pack of fags a day. And, and embraced, embraced the dating world with gusto. Yes, yes. I did a lot yeah. of fucking... He was a good one, wasn't he? Oh, I loved him. <laughs> yes, I've got all of Europe, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, nice man. <laughs> so I had, I had a very, yeah, I had a very, very good time doing all that. But yeah, so I've, I've had a bit of a change, but also I'm, I'm really getting high off it. I have never experienced happiness like it. I never knew I could be this happy. So that's, that's been a pretty fucking lovely um, revelation, really. And I just feel like I'm better at most things now because of it. Because of the fact that you got divorced or because of the fact that you're running or both? All of them, and I've just made better decisions. Mm. I think I think not being clouded by someone. I was trying to um, explain to Ellie the other night, but when you're in a toxic relationship, you're always fearful of being criticised or put down or doing things wrong. And finally, I feel like that has lifted, and like I can make decisions and and own them really. But I I, I said to Ellie like, when I was painting the stairs a couple of weeks ago, I had a flash going, oh, he's going to hate this. I've done it wrong. And I was like, fuck, where did that come from? Oh, you know, like the residual. Mm. And I'm sure listeners who've been in those sort of, you know, toxic relationships will know that, that you, you're you constantly on edge that someone's mm. going to put you down. And so I think that's taken a long time to kind of get rid of. Like even when I, like, I was cooking, going, oh, he's going to hate this food. And it took that took months mm. to kind of get rid of as well. Emily and I sometimes talk about because Emily's such a celestial being and also a compulsive apologiser that if you had ended up with the wrong person. Yes, mm. absolutely. And your husband says the same thing, doesn't yeah. he? You were ripe. For, yeah, for total manipulation. Yeah. yeah, 100%. I mean, oh. I apologise to kind of Alexa for accidentally like waking her up or the other day I, I, I paused a podcast and I went, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. As if somehow. <laughs> Do you remember um, we were watching um, a, a few weeks ago, uh, we started together watching um, I May Destroy You in all its magnificence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Emily couldn't stop calling it may i destroy you <laughs> may i destroy you sorry thank you please <laughs> it's so true mm. and and i think that yes if i had sort of landed with someone who was going to exploit that which mm. they very easily could mm. exploit that sort of real codependent tendency yeah. then i might have been in real trouble luckily mm. i've married a celestial being as well mm. yeah he's so, another one too. yeah tip-top bloke but yeah so um but i started seeing someone i've had like Ooh. six dates with, with a nice man and he's very nice and i've decided that i'm not going to apologize for anything like i i have these things where like we have a date and then my instant after he leaves going oh sorry did i talk about that too much or sorry i should have given you know that food or oh ne- next time i'll do that and i physically stop myself from texting him like so i'm just making a decision not to apologize and i and i i'm just seeing well, how it goes it's a muscle yeah yeah mm. you know isn't it if you flex that muscle then you will start to you know it's a bit like running yeah 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 yeah. and this is you know and the first Imagine you, you turn into a massive asshole <laughs> <laughs> you go from apologizing constantly to just yeah, you know, yeah. take that bitch yeah exactly. that's what happens to me in because when i'm so i get so nervous about having to be assertive that i end up accidentally coming across super rude because i'm like right i must take out all those I'm sorry, or would you mind if, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the end, it's like, do it! <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you're like, oh, no, no, that's oh, really no, not no, what I do. No, so, so getting that balance right between sort of assertiveness and kind of politeness is, is a, it's yeah. a, it's a tricky line for me to balance. Mm, definitely. Mm. No, I'll get, I'll get there. One there's, stumbling block at a time. There's been a lot of painting in your house. Mm. You've been painting the You've been painting, haven't you finished that painting that kitchen yet? I've finished painting. I've just got to, I've ordered the handles and they haven't arrived yet. So I can't put everything back on because I need to put new handles on all the 
cupboards. Are you going to put it, put it back on yourself? Yeah. Oh, my God. I want to do it all myself, all by myself. So that's, yeah, so that was good. But I painted the staircase and sanded it back all by myself. I had a week off when the kids went there. So that was excellent therapy. And now I keep thinking, but, um, yeah, the, the, dude, the dude who I'm seeing at the moment, he's come every week. And I said, oh, I'll finish it the next time you come over. It's still not finished. And then we were sitting on the sofa and I was like, what should I, what, what colour should I paint the bookcase? And he said, darling, finish the kitchen first. <laughs> <laughs> he's a kind man. <laughs> You're like good mental health emotion. Yeah. So How, how's yeah. your mental health, Ellie? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Up and down, isn't it? It's just life, isn't it? It's that stage of life. I think we're all getting older and everyone's getting older and it's all just like, oh, right. Yes. We are. Oh, and yeah. Christmas, and then I've got a son who's got a, a birthday in December as well, so it's all a bit. <gasps> but uh, we're nearly there. We'll be yeah. Right. yeah. And you and Ellie made the most magnificent birthday cake in the whole world on the weekend. The BB-8 uh, Star Wars cake. Oh yeah. It was an inter- internet sensation. Yeah, I'm basically Mary Berry now. Is is, <laughs> is what we're saying. I made a BB-8. Basically, I just got some cakes, white cakes, and put Smarties on them, and then but I put the big one on a Lazy Susan. So when you spam it round it spam round like bb8 and now uh, my son gave a shit for about four seconds yes. so that was well worth it but surely well all the parents effort. went behold the beauty oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah 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 that's really who it's about yes yeah. and you bought 30 inflatable lightsabers yes and i hired a jedi and <laughs> it was a good time what did, you, did, you, did you hire a jedi yeah where you did you hire get a jedi him? tatooine what's it do <laughs> <laughs> He comes and he just like and we and then we just hired a little there's a little community centre so we just hired like the the space in there and he just took all the kids in the room literally shut the doors I mean we could see through the glass so just in case he was a nonce so it's fine <laughs> um, but yeah and then he just let them batter him with inflatable lightsabers for two hours while we got shit faced on prosecco oh, and like carver so it was very highly recommend it if if you can manage it because Joe has never had a proper party because he's 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 eight so he was little and then covid times and i was like just you, you can have one big party one where big. you can invite the whole class because normally he just has a little party here with like six of his friends and my dad does a magic show uh so it was, it was a bit it leveled up a bit <laughs> yeah but he did also have a tea party just for family and my dad did a magic show i, I was yeah. just about to say because I, I think your dad would not have been happy about being replaced by no, the he was, jedi he, he was pretty insistent <laughs> on on doing the uh doing the magic show which which you were here for yeah though, it was absolutely was... splendid and he pretended to be spanish and he did yeah. three um shows and then what was delightful at the end it was just my kids and ellie's kids that Joe stood up on a chair and your dad was wearing a hat and he went, that's not a magician, that's my granddad! (laughs) And that was the best magic trick of all. So one of the most moving things I watched on social media this year was your walk, you guys. Do you want to talk a little bit about your walk? I loved your walk. That was one of the best things I've ever done in my life. We, Ellie and I walked 100 miles uh, in the Yorkshire Dales uh, up to the Lake District. And it was Ellie's dad who had the vision. Yeah. Or did you buy the book for him? No, he bought the book. Yeah, that was him. It's called Lady Anne's Way, and we walked in the in the footsteps of Lady Anne, who was a wealthy landowner, and we followed all her, you know, what was it, her well-to-do houses. Yeah, well, she used to go to collect the the tithes or some shit, which must have been quite revolutionary yeah. in those days for a woman to go and collect the money. No, surely mm. that would have been like quite yeah. a novel thing. Yeah, yeah, she was a bit of a badass. In yeah, her, in her in her time. So we we walked around to reasonably priced um, B&Bs, yeah. ate a lot of pork. With your brother as well? He yes, my brother was there. Us. It was very jolly, yes. I had a great old time, yeah. But next year, we're going not uh, not with, sadly, my dad and Hen's brother, but Helen and I are going to walk to Everest. So that's going to be okay, nice. Okay, I'm really sorry, I'm going to say it. Where is Everest? In Nepal. 
Okay. It's a big mountain. Wait, hang on, you walk from here to there? No, 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 no. We're flying to <laughs> Kathmandu and then taking another flight to the... But we're walking to Everest Base Camp, oh. so we're not we're not we're not, being You're not like, climbing Everest. We're not, you know, no. Not it's not no, an yeah, extension of really. climbing. And when they say Kilimanjaro Base Camp, it's still climbing, isn't it's it? It's still it's a it's a gentle incline. It's more the altitude. Yeah, it's know. not ropes and shit like that, is it? It's the suspension fine. bridges, though, Ellie. If you've read the thing, there oh. will be a suspension bridge. Oh my god, oh, I'm of heights. Heights, so, uh, yeah. But I'm I'm brave. And, um, and this time I'm going to take some some kind of antidepressant or sedative. Because last time I was yeah. a little... Beta oh, blocker. Oh, yeah. Any any drugs? I Not alcohol, I don't think. Was what drugs can you take with you to foreign countries? Just... Oh, prescription uh, shit. Okay, yeah. all right, cool. You all can right. buy loads of shit in Kathmandu, I'm sure. Yeah, I bet you can. Okay. I bet you can. Yeah, um, money Val. And why are you doing it? And is it because of, um, of the walk and you just decided to kind of like level up your walk or...? Um, I've always been really fascinated by Everest and sort of stuff. I've seen all the films and read all the books. I've got no desire to go up it because that's obviously insane. You'll probably die. Yeah. Um, but I'm sort of fascinated by why people do want to go up it. And I'd like to go and talk to some of them and, and see it and just see it. So I was like, well, let's do it. And then we're going to do it for the Born charity, which is because my son Joe was born uh, nine weeks early and they fund research into stopping that sort of thing happening. So we're going to do it for them. And then uh, while we're there, we're going to try and break the Guinness World Record for the world's highest stand-up comedy show. So that's... The... We have been in touch with Guinness, and it's... They've approved our application. No so way. So we'll be world record holders. If we... Gummies, that is yes. amazing. And it will be and our 10-year you... anniversary. Will you do it to a, an audience at base? We have to do it to an audience. There's all sorts of rules. It's a proper thing. Tickets, so we need to sell tickets. We have to sell yeah. tickets. We have to have an altimeter that actually tracks how high we are. We have to do all this shit. <laughs> So, so if you're very high, people will presumably either be lightheaded and hysterical or vomiting. Or also, don't so forget that the audience is going to be show. people who are about to go up Everest, so many of them will be <laughs> looking at death in the face. <laughs> this will be the last comedy they'll ever hear, potentially. So yeah. we better be fucking funny. Jokes about our badgers. Yeah, yeah. Really, let's yeah. We'll stick oh, with crevasse, them. I'll show you a crevasse. Yeah. Yeah. Will you live stream it so that audiences back home can watch it? I hope so. Yeah, that would be amazing. We'll definitely film it. It um, might not be our best gig. That's the thing. I don't know if we. No. Are. Yeah, we might be high. We might be completely <laughs> off our fucking faces. But we'll see. Because I've never been up that high. You you did much of Pitchy, didn't you? Yeah, that's I've quite done. high. Yeah, How I've high is Everest from sea level? It's very high. Very high. Very high. Some yeah, yeah. meters or something. Yeah, because we're going to break the record oh God, by three hundred feet because a Nepalese um, comedy duo did one on a slightly smaller mountain, and we are feeling slightly bad if we're going to beat the Nepalese in their own country. But here we are. Um, <laughs> Not that bad. Oh no, eight thousand eight hundred and forty-nine meters. That's Mount Ooh. Everest. This we're, is the most amazing. I can't believe that this is not. This hasn't been the everywhere on your social yet is well, that because we'll you're build keeping it up for next year because uh, next year is our 10 year anniversary so we're oh. doing a big 10 year anniversary and we've already i think booked about 45 gigs and the, one of our biggest gigs will be down the road at the catford broadway theater mm. and that's an 800 seater theater and we've got two nights there that's the 23rd and 24th of february so that's a big that's a big to do and then yeah we're going all around the country like newcastle and all sorts of places big, yeah. big we're going north a bit we all get told off for not going north but it is far uh, and we like not driving very far, but we're going to do it. We'll do it. We'll do it for you. Because I was going to ask you about New Year's resolutions, and I mean, you know, tenth anniversary, massive gigs, Everest. I'm just going to try to not go mad. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is our attempt not to go mad. Yes. We're filling our 
And Ellie's been learning Italian every Thursday. She's going to community college. Yeah, yeah. Go to community college. Me and a lot of very nice retired people sitting there <laughs> talking about gelato. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely delightful. And I love all the stories. It's like it's like a little sitcom when you come back from Italian class about, oh, this is Angela and Colin and, yeah, and yeah. all the characters. It's yeah. been delightful. There's um, about eight people called Angela in the class at one yeah. point. <laughs> different motivations for doing Italian at community college well I started Italian in the in the lockdown I, I talked to this girl in in Rome three times a week um it was a bit like therapy <laughs> because we, it was on zoom obviously and she would tell me what, she, what was going on in Italy which I uh, hit quite badly as well <laughs> terrible yeah so yeah and we, we we went for a lot together so but then she's gone back to her normal job she runs a tourist office uh, agency in Rome so anyway she's doing that so then I was like well, I'll, I want to carry on with it, but I don't trust myself to just do it. And then, yeah, um, go, I go to Bromley once a week and just sit in this room. And it's like £100 a term. It's hilarious. Like, it's all subsidised adult education and it's really basic. But it's really fun. The lessons are quite slow paced because we have to wait for everyone to find their glasses or, you know, <laughs> remember what in. page we're on. Or like... <laughs> Sometimes if I forget a word, they'll be like, oh, you're perimenopausal. That's what that is. <laughs> That's what that is. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's delightful. How, yeah. how, how is the actual language going? Benny Gladys is here. Hey, oh. Good accent. And that's all I can say. Okay. <laughs> you said it very well. <laughs> You're going to retire to Italy one day. Well, funny Do you Pete love would, Italy? Yeah, I love yeah. Italy. Love Italy. And Pete and I would like to, well, we'd like to winter in Venice. That's our plan. But uh, we'd also like to win the fucking lottery so we can afford yes. to winter in Venice. But my idea is that he will slowly turn into Stanley Tucci. That's my <laughs> that's my goal. How's that going? He is balding, so we're on the way. And we're if you could way. just no- learn how to tie a nice scarf. I was about yes. to say, just and let's cook. just get... Yes, yes. <laughs> and make cocktails. Oh, and that voice. Mm. I mean, he's he's become a proper fantasy oh. Stanley Tucci, oh, hasn't oh, he? Yeah. No one noticed him for years and now, you know, oh, every he is. women in their 40s in London. Oh, yeah. I'm drifting off now I'm listening <laughs> Tucci and Bublé I was about to say <laughs> by the fire high-fiving over your back oh. who, who'd you rather Ooh. Oh. Be the, I reckon Tucci would be a bit of lover I so reckon, do I Tucci every time I reckon he's got a real quiet confidence oh I don't know Bublé's really funny yeah. yes really funny. I had like, dinner really with Bublé and then bedroom with Tucci Oh. I wonder how Tucci would feel about that. I'm sure he sees himself as a conversationalist. And... Oh. Can can Tucci cook the dinner? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> in the kitchen, and then what? Oh. What? And then while he's washing up, yes, you get warmed up with bouble. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. By the fire. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tucci makes some cocktails for everybody. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then <laughs> off we go. Oh, I mean, this is all feeling very Christmassy. If oh, you isn't ask it? Me. This is the fantasy, right? Mm. Tucci and bouble nestling by an old. What is it? By a warm oak fire? No. Yeah. Warm oak fire. <laughs> what is that word? Chestnuts roasting so on posh she burns open oak. Open fire. Yes. Open fire. An open fire. fire. Oh, oh, open fire. Open fire. A warm oak fire. <laughs> <laughs> we, only, we only burnt oak in my, <laughs> in my estate. Oh. I do not have an estate. No. What's your New Year's resolution then? If you say cold water swimming, I'm going to throw this cup of tea at you. <laughs> is it cold? <laughs> Grease. <laughs> well, good question. I think that I am going to try really hard to create more space for myself. Oh. I think. 
Can I say some space for yourself? Yeah, a little bit of space for myself. I think, and that's partly my own making. Do you know what I mean? The fault of not having any space. It isn't everybody crowding me and me having no agency. It's me not asking for it. So I think I'm just going to ask for a little bit more space. Yeah, if you believe that you're entitled to it and it's okay for you to do that, you're starting to believe that a bit more. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Because you don't need much. I mean, where I might need two weeks, you need 20 minutes. Yeah, and I also think that I I just sort of wasn't open to the possibility of it. Do you know what I mean? You can get Mm. yourself caught in that trap, I think, of thinking, you know, I just can't, I can't. But actually, I think I can. And Annabelle and I went and did some writing. We went away for four days. It was great. I'd like to do that again. You know, just bits of... And I think that feels like a really, like, good, achievable goal that Mm. actually probably will help everybody around me, as well as, she says, Mm. in that, you know, still sticking with the martyr theme. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, so space. That's what I want. Oh, that's a good answer. Mm. You're you're Finally, we're getting to your oxygen mask. Yeah. When Emily started doing therapy about 10 years ago, and the therapist was trying to explain to you this idea that you put your own oxygen mask on first, yeah. whether mm. it's literally or emotionally, because, yeah. you know, you, you can't pour from an empty cup, all that yeah, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And Emily couldn't no. process the <clears throat> idea that she would look after herself I still find in order that to really look after hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I find, I find, I'm like, no, I, I couldn't possibly do that. Mm. like put the oxygen myself first what are you talking about like yeah, yeah. No, you like can see everyone else's needs so much clearer than my own yeah exactly so I think it's just uh, and like I said it, I think it's 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 purely it's my problem not theirs do you know what I mean and I think mm. when you realize that that's quite healthy as well yeah because I think that's the biggest switch that you make yes rather than what thinking, you're really oh, saying is is you're not letting them down if you do it yes you're sort of letting yourself down if you don't exactly mm. so there you go I'm really keen on this good I'll probably get more of you Ah, that's true. We can go away some more. Yeah, exactly. As we approach Christmas, what are the Christmas traditions? Anybody have any strange and interesting Christmas traditions that don't, you know, apart from extreme alcoholism? Oh, it's very good though. I very much enjoy that. Um, My mum always makes so many Christmas cakes. That's what I found very... Well, actual fruit ones. Yeah, she would make about, I don't know, about 25 of them, stay up all night um, making them for everyone. And then I get sent one from Australia as well, so she'd make me one, and that's my Christmas... Is it eat an entire Christmas cake made by my mum? <laughs> I really, really love it. So that's one of the things I'm very much looking forward to. But she's always done it, and, and her list gets bigger every year because everyone loves her cakes. And, um, yeah, but I just remember, like, you know, there'd be, like, vats of soaking almonds and soaking fruit and all that sort of stuff, so it's a bit... Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not like my mother. She's very organised and very... That's probably why I like Ellie... Um, she reminds me of her. You're just slightly less Christian. Oh, to some extent. Not so much into the Queen. Yeah. Um, you know what I said to my son the other day when he came home talking about the nativity. I was uh, like, that's a good story, isn't it? <laughs> now, we need to have a chat. <laughs> God, Christmas cake, it's a sign of being a grown-up, that, isn't it? As a child, oh, you're like, oh, it's an abomination, it. it's an abomination. And then suddenly, oh God, you're in your cake. mid-twenties and you go... Oh my God, that's delicious. Oh, the richness. Oh, it's beautiful. Absolutely. I get very, very excited about Christmas cake. Um, but yeah, how about you guys? Have you got, is there, a, is there a Christmas tradition on Christmas Day that you like to... Well, my Christmas tradition for the last few years, part of being a sort of weird, you know, sort of like not your funny shaped family, is mm. a lot of fucking driving. Yeah. Mm. I mean, like four hours on Christmas Eve, four hours on Christmas Day, four hours on Boxing Day. Like, oh, she's oh, like yeah. Chris Rea. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Ray, as I call it. It's not Chris Ray. It's not Chris Ray. Of course it's not Chris Ray. That's what she says. Ah. 
I know that now. <laughs> <laughs> we do a version in our show called "Can't Be Asked with Christmas," <laughs> and uh, yeah, she's in, she introduced Chris Ray. No, no, but I mean, I can't really be asked with Christmas. No. I was, I just, I, I sort of don't care. It's like we were saying, weren't we, Emily? You know, it's always, oh, will I get it done? I mean, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or you won't and no one will die. No, yes, that's it. This is the first year that I've not organised a Christmas shop to be delivered. Wow. I know. I feel like I'm literally flying by the seat of my hands. <laughs> <Yes, exactly. laughs> you know what I mean? It's Eddie. like, this is really out of control. I don't usually get one because I'm worried they won't have the stuff or they'll bring the wrong stuff. Substitution. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, I know what you mean. No, well, normally I pay for it and I've done it in October and I'm super smug about it. This time I'm just like... <laughs> Let's just see what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good luck, Go my to the friend. Shop, That's what I'm going to say to you. Good luck. Got to get there for fucking opening and there'll be a queue, but then it'll all be fine. I remember doing that with my mum as a kid, getting to the supermarket at sort of whatever time it opened, you know, quarter to eight on Christmas Eve to do the big, we'd bump into all her friends. Oh, She'd nice. have a trolley, I'd have a trolley. They just, you know, apart from like, you know, a, you know, a butcher, there wasn't really delivery. No, yeah. no, no, no. You had to get there to get the parsnips and the sprouts and all the things. Yeah. yeah. So Christmas, you yeah. really mobilised out into the world rather than just sort of sitting home and panicking. That was probably a good thing, actually. Yeah, Give yourself out there, absolutely. But I wouldn't care if someone just handed me a Domino's pizza on Christmas Day. All the fuss. I don't really like ceremony and hype. Mm. I'm like, oh, have you done the parsnips and the honey roasted sausages? I just sort of... Oh, no, but I like... Because I love cooking. Anyway, that's... Which helps, right? That's a good place to start from. I love cooking, but I love having a reason just to fucking be on my own. True. In the kitchen with whatever I want Even on the radio. On, people fuck doing off. Doing the shit. I do yeah. not want people helping me. I do not want you in my fucking space. And I really like being able to just lock myself away for a bit. But in a way that suggests that I'm a really good person and yes. doing something really selfless. It, it, yeah. so, it's, so it's controlling, it's also virtue signalling, yeah. it's also avoidant. Uh, yeah, I'm absolutely. having a really hard relate. All through my 20s, I, <laughs> my 20s, when my, my nuclear family, my sort of family of origin sort of exploded. So I thought, OK, I'm going to make this all better by having every waif and stray I could possibly So I'd be cooking at sort of 22 Christmas lunch with everything, with a lot to prove, mm. for about 20 people. Oh, God. And I was, you know, and I'd start, you know, with a fucking giblet stock for the gravy on Christmas Eve, and it would go on, I'd be up at five in the morning putting the turkey in, sort of pissed probably on drugs. And I did that for, for years <laughs> until, and one Christmas I just knew it was too much, and I think I'd ruined it for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you but you've done it, you've proved no, it. It's like you've run the marathon. You're like, well, that's done. I can I can get that that done. Last, on well, my first um, Christmas as a single mum, it was, you know, absolute pandemic time. And I just said to the kids, let's all choose three favorite foods and we'll have that as our Christmas dinner. And so Hugo had pizza, Skittles and strawberries. Matilda had, I think it was macaroni, cheese, baby tomatoes and oh, I can't remember the other thing. And I had a roast chicken. And, and like, so we just, and oh, yeah, cucumber. And so we just, we just put it all on the table and it was all our favourite food. And we had party hats and, and all our favourite drinks. And it was joyful. It didn't have to be turkey, but it was just like... This is our party. This is our family of three. You see, that to me is a Christmas tradition in the making. Yeah. Like a super, super happy one. I think yeah. it's completely genius. Yeah, just, just bowls of your favourite food. And yeah, because, Skittles does go with chicken. Because my, my brother now, <laughs> my brother could. Yeah. My, my brother now generally does this whole, you know, Christmas lunch. With and, and apparently he enjoys it. But actually it's quite stressful even to be around. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just triggered. But it's like, oh, God. <laughs> I can hardly. 
hardly even watch. <laughs> yeah. But you can eat it and, and joyfully, I'm sure. Yeah, the only bit that no one really wants, I was watching some stand-up on telly the other day and it was Ramesh and he was talking about um, people say vegans are taking over the world, but in mm. fact there are many more people who hate vegans than there are vegans. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was saying, you know, you're also snobby about, you know, what other people eat in different countries. So like, the, you know, do, oh my God, they eat dogs. And he said, in China, that dog, that infamous dog festival, a couple of thousand dogs are killed. In the UK, December alone, one million turkeys are murdered and no one even likes them. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be happy with the roast potatoes and the pigs in blankets. And it's just the, the oppression of the turkey. Mm, exactly. It's too much. Too much. And yeah, as you said, and then you have the, all the leftovers that you don't know what to do with. And it's a bit dry. It's just like a shit chicken. What do you mean? Then the 12 days of eating. I almost ate I, that whole ham by myself because my kids can't. Ellie and I, for the Christmas podcast every year, have a ham off. We both do a ham, and then the guests have to choose the best ham. And then I took my ham home with me, and just slowly, over the course of five days, mm. ate an entire Christmas <laughs> ham by myself. You can have ham any time of the day. Did you just have ham in your hand, or did yes. you have it in various yeah. interesting so ways? So what I like to do is have it on a plate with a sharp knife in the fridge. So yeah. when I open the fridge door, I just slowly, just, just slowly hack off a chunk. And like, have, I'll just walk past little ham. Condiments? No. Oh, just a ham purist. Just, just, but, but I'd, I'd richly um, glazed it. So it would, the glaze sort of sunk to the bottom. So I could, what I did was I'd shave the ham off and then dip it in the leftover glaze mm. that was sitting in the bottom what of the was plate. The glaze? Wow. Uh, it was. Mars bars and. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite sweet. It was quite sweet. Uh, it was like, I think it was like brown sugar and marmalade and something else. Was it, know, was, yeah, was it, it the very, winning ham? It was not this year. <laughs> Ellie, Ellie, Ellie. For the second year in a row, but I'd had a winning streak. I'd done the okay. about two or three years in a row, and now that's Ellie's turn. I'd, I'd, I'll pass the hand bet on to you. Yeah. So very, this Christmas we're doing something that will drive Ellie mad, which is that my brother-in-law and his wife are doing the turkey and the potatoes, and my husband and I are doing all the trimmings and the bits. No, that's all a recipe the- disaster. <laughs> <laughs> it's an absolute. <laughs> Logistical I mean, nightmare. I agree. That's I, I, a nightmare. I agree. That, that's not good. Who's got a potato peeler? I'm using it. Fuck you. No, 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 no. no, no, you, no. You, you pre-prep, don't you, and then come over everything wrapped in foil, yeah? Uh, no. <laughs> what are you doing, Emily? <laughs> what are you fresh doing? Hell, for God's sake. Oh, Jesus. Also, oven space. <laughs> I mean, you're going to have to be really... You're going to have to create a spreadsheet about who gets, you know, the bits of oven real estate when because it's you know it's difficult when one person's handling it i mean it honestly sounds like we're sort Animals of just having flashbacks i know <laughs> no, but i know but i i know i feel like we're sort of pretending that it's going to be like a sort of brilliantly sort of coordinated orchestrally brilliant whatever I, I'm, I'm, I'm vibing with you i'm i'm feeling <laughs> that it might be a recipe for disaster and i will feed back in the new year about who if yeah. anyone's still alive yes. <laughs> Um, You'll eat eventually. This is what happens, is yes. that you will eat eventually. Maybe not at two, maybe not at three. Yeah. And then sometimes you'd have to have to do it in series. You're like, oh, then I'll have to reheat the carrots and yeah. yeah. Or, or what's the worst that can happen? For example, my favourite, one of my favourite <laughs> Christmas stories of all time. Uh, years and years ago, my mum had a friend whose husband left her uh, not long uh, before Christmas for, uh, I think his secretary, who was about 12 or something. Um, <laughs> but this much younger woman, and he booted his 
wife out of the house and it was like it was like the 80s i think where you could it was well, that, was okay. that sort of yeah. thing mm. so he booted the wife out and he moved the new girlfriend straight in and it was their first christmas together and it was all really nice and she wanted to make it really nice so she like was like let's have not have turkey because that's common let's have goose we'll have goose <laughs> so she put a lovely goose in the oven for on christmas day and then they went off to church and when they came back the house had burned <laughs> Karma. It was a Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I think let's end with a miracle. <laughs> and we will see you. We insist on seeing you when you come back from Everest next year. So you can tell us all about that, don't you agree? Hundred percent. Oh, yes. oh yeah. my goodness. We'll bring you from the from base camp. Will you come on our podcast next year? <laughs> yes, please. We could have done it today, but we can never be asked to do two in a day because we get too tired. Too much. Too much. Too much. Need a shower in between. Too much. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, although boob there and Tucci again. Again, oh. I mean, speaking of spit roasting. Anyway, <laughs> so when good. we come on your podcast, I'm going to make you play Marry uh, Shag Throw Off a Cliff. Oh, yes, oh, yeah, please. I just that. couldn't quite think of the examples today, but I'm going to come with a really good list. All right, brilliant. Got time. We'll do Dear. that. Good, so good. We'll come along. All right, get, get the warm fire on, and we'll yeah. be there. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. You've been listening to Annabelle Rifkin and Emily McMeekin of The Midalt. Our book, I'm Absolutely Fine, is out now. If you like what you hear, please rate, review and subscribe.